Welcome to our Drink a Book podcast, where we drink wine and talk about books. This is Lauren. Lynn. I'm Lee. It's Marie. And this is Joe. in our second happy hour episode and this time we are going to be talking about some self-help what we learned from a book that we read 10 months ago we read it at the beginning of our year and it was give a shit by ashley piper and we read this in january when we were you know thinking about how we could help ourselves through our new year And we're going to go through and each of us are going to share some things that we learned from the book and 10 months later, what we started to implement into our own lives. So I'm really excited about this episode because that book kind of changed my life. (laughs) And there was a lot that I changed. And I think we talked about in our episode that, you know, there was, it could be very overwhelming if you don't already implement some of the tips that she gave. And I just want to add a little comment that this episode is recorded in real time. So we are recording this probably a week or so before it is live. So taking that into consideration with our timeline. So does someone want to go first and sharing a little bit about what how you have implemented Ashley Piper's strategies or tips? I can go first. Okay, so um, I made a list, but I'm thinking after other people share, there might be things I forgot. So, <laughs> so this isn't probably everything, but this is some of the things that I took from the book that I'm still doing now later. So um, the first thing, and I'm gonna give props to this, I made her dry shampoo recipe and I really like it. Yay. Yes. And so I've, um, I just like finished using the bottles I already had and now I just use her recipe. And uh, so I think in the episode I said I wanted to try it and I tried it and I really like it. So um, I don't know if everyone else uh, out there has tried it, but if you haven't, it might be a good option. It wasn't too expensive to get all the supplies either. Um, so I have a question. Okay. Did you put cocoa powder in it? Because I remember we talked about that and you have dark hair. So just curious. Uh, yes, I did put cocoa powder in it. And it's not like dark brown, but it's not white. So I think that helps with blending mm-hmm. into my hair. And it doesn't really smell that much like cocoa, just a hint of it. Nice. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh, and I put it, it's like a powder. So I put it in a like a cute mason jar salt shaker thing. I was just going to ask you, Ooh. what did you put it in? So it's sitting like on the shelf in my bathroom and I got one that has a little handle so I can just like hold it and shake nice. it up. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, um, that's the biggie I definitely wanted to mention because um, I've been loving that. Um, I also found out from Lynn back a while ago about a company that um, sells bamboo toilet paper, um, paper towels and tissues called Who Gives a Crap. I'm going to shout them Mm. out. And I am still using um, 
supplies from them. I actually signed up for like the recurring event. Uh, to too. Get them. Good. And eventually I might not, you know, back off of like the paper towels and stuff. But um, for now, I feel like the bamboo option is better for the environment. And so I'm making a change, um, even though I haven't gone completely like totally reusable on everything, but I'm getting there, <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, and then I've always kind of used like reusable bags at the stores and stuff. Although right now I haven't been using them as much because of the pandemic and my shopping habits have kind of changed, but I did order some, also some reusable um, like Ziploc bags and things. And I've been using those a lot, which I really like. And then I've been using homemade cleaners and air fresheners, uh, which Lee gave me some stuff for that. And I still use those pretty frequently, which I like. Um, and then I try to do like we talked a little bit about this and that the episode. Um, I'm not a vegetarian or vegan, but I'm trying to do like flexitarian style mm -hmm. where I have meatless meals. I try to do once or twice a week. Um, and like for lunch, I basically almost always don't have meat. Um, and breakfast, I almost always don't have meat. So like dinners, you know, we have it sometimes, but trying to do a little less. And then um, the last thing I had on my list, I ordered this, but I haven't used it yet. I ordered some of the, um, those period panties to try out. Oh. So, cause I know she talked about like tampons and how like really not good those are. And I was looking into the um, cups and everything, but decided to try starting with the underwear first. So it hasn't arrived yet. So I can't <laughs> talk on how that's working, but I'm excited to try them and see what that's like. Um, nice. Yeah. And that was the end of my list, but I'm sure I forgot things. That was a long list. Good I know. Job. Sorry that I took so long. No, no I'm no, impressed no. that you've done so much. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're doing a great yes. job. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm trying. Ashley Piper would be proud. I think. Can I just say too, like, what the fuck with the whole grocery stores not allowing you to use reusable bags during COVID? Whoa. It's so annoying. Okay, so I went down a rabbit hole with this because I was really annoyed when the pandemic started and everyone was like, oh, never mind, you have to use plastic yes. bags. And there's like basically no research showing that you can that you are likely to get COVID from a reusable bag. And it's basically just like big plastic lobbying yep. because they wanted to seize an opportunity to get rid of the plastic bag bans. But I do want to say some of our grocery stores here now have finally started allowing reusable bags. But if anybody is shopping somewhere that doesn't, I was using a strategy during most of the pandemic where, well, if I was doing like curbside pickup, I would ask for paper bags. But if I go to the store, I would just tell the person checking me out that I don't need any bags. And I would ask them to put all my items back in the cart. And then I would just bag them at the car in my read bags. That's a good idea. Because... I just hate using all those plastic bags, especially when I have so many reusable I ones. Know. And so I felt like I was like sticking it to big plastic by getting around the plastic bag situation. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> My Whole Foods was letting me use, they were letting customers use reusable bags and the reusable produce bags the whole time. Oh. But literally nowhere else was letting you do that, especially 
the produce bags and it's so stupid. So, and I didn't used to do like all my grocery shopping at Whole Foods because it can get expensive. But since the pandemic started, I've been exclusively going there because I refuse to use plastic bags. It's so irritating, but I like that idea, Lee. That's a good idea for the future. Well, the other thing is like, I'm sorry, I keep ranting about this, but they're already touching your items that you touched. So what is the difference between that and then just additionally putting it into a reusable bag? It's just so dumb. I mean, your your whole body is literally in the store already. Like, I'm sure women have purses and like your shoes and like, yeah, like what is the difference? It makes no sense. Right. I was getting, I'm still really annoyed because I'm not sure I'm going to have to go grocery shopping, but I've been doing curbside just because right now you guys know I'm like super busy and it's unmanageable right now. So curbside has been my best friend in terms of being able to eat food. Um, (laughs) But when I've been requesting paper bags and then they do paper bags and they put them in plastic, I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Like at Giant Eagle, they're giving me, I said, please use paper bags. And then they're putting it in, I think it's for their own convenience so that they can carry them. But I'm like, you're literally putting it, you're literally putting it in a cart. So it's not even like they're carrying right, they it out, out and it's making a little cart. Right. So I don't understand. I'm like, do I really need to write, please put my food in paper bags Absolutely and do not no rebag them what into the yeah, I did start I putting understand. on the note on mine. I would put, please use paper bags and limit plastic use when possible because I noticed they were going like really overboard with the produce bags. So I don't really know if they like listen to it, but that's annoying. <laughs> well, I think I need to add that because clearly they're not <laughs> limiting any plastic. One thing I did use, and I believe that this is originally Lynn's idea, but I bought the silicone tray sheets instead of using tinfoil. And I have loved those. those. I I don't use tinfoil at all. So yeah, those are definitely amazing. Love them. Um, And then my biggest, it's been my biggest change, but also biggest struggle was the food going, I went originally right after reading, I was going partially vegetarian, then partially vegan. Then I got to a point where I was completely vegan. And then that started getting challenging. So when I was going like vegetarian, vegan, and then now I'm at a point, I work weddings so often that I'm vegetarian, sometimes vegan, (laughs) And then when I'm at weddings, I just started because it was getting to a point where it was unhealthy and I'm obviously going to have to try and figure out the best way. I feel bad about doing this, but I shouldn't feel bad. Um, But every, the past three weddings, I've had chicken at dinner because it was just, I mean, it's such a long day for weddings and it was just, I was feeling unhealthy. Like I wasn't eating enough for the wedding day. So I mean, it's still a huge change. And like Ashley Piper says, like, you shouldn't feel bad for anything that you're not doing because it's all about, you know, making a change and trying to make just making better changes for yourself. So I've definitely made a lot of changes towards my animal consumption because I would eat 
meet like two times a day, maybe three. <laughs> so it's definitely a huge change, but nice. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, I am really excited because I started composting. Yay. Um, I know this isn't like doable for everyone, but because we live in the Midwest, I do have the luxury of having a yard. So I have a compost bin out in my backyard and I just take like my food scraps a couple times a week, give my, um, I have like a tumbler bin. So I just give it a few spins every few days and I take my food scraps out. Um, and I did finally get like some actually real compost and I was really excited because at first I was like I don't know if I'm doing this right um it did take a while like I started it right at the beginning of the pandemic and then I didn't get any actual compost until like August but I'm excited I feel like I'm really reducing my food waste if you don't have a yard or a balcony to do your own compost, a lot of towns have like a compost drop-off where you can take your food scraps. I know that Lynn does that in her town. Yeah. Shout out to Rust Belt Riders in the Cleveland area. That's what I use. They have like tons of drop-offs around like even neighboring cities and they have, it's more money, but you can do a pickup like your trash pickup and your recycle pickup will where they will come and pick up your compost and provide you with a bin and stuff every week. So there's some options. Um, I also have been doing like some homemade cleaner and air freshener and even bug spray. I'm using like an essential oil blend for that. Um, Lynn and I both did also get menstrual cups going back to what Joe said. I will say it did like take a while to figure it out, like not to get too um, <laughs> personal, but there was a lot of like leakage at the beginning and it wasn't um, always going well, <laughs> but now that it's been a few months and I've had some more practice, I have like finally got it down. Um, so definitely saving a lot of tampon waste. So you're definitely, so you're like fully using it now. Yeah. Every month wow. I'm just, I'm only using the menstrual cup. I'm not using tampons at all. So I have yeah. like a little bit of problems at bedtime. I don't know why, like I'm still sometimes leaking overnight. And so I have, like Joe said, I have a couple of the period underwear that I wear like as a backup. I don't think they're the ones I have aren't that comfortable, but I'm trying. <laughs> I have been trying when I can to buy if things come like groceries or things come in plastic or glass I've been trying to get glass like honey or you know like vinegar or whatever kind of products olive oil I try to get the glass container I don't know how much that's really helping and I am saving pasta water and using it to water my plants and I I know we already talked about last time that I'm already vegetarian. I'm still vegetarian, but I'm probably like 75% vegan. Like I really cut down on my cheese and dairy. I haven't completely cut it out. It's just hasn't really been doable yet, but I'm pretty proud of myself because I love cheese and I really cut it down a lot. Good job. Thanks. Sleep hyper would be proud. <laughs> Mm. Ashley Piper, and this is just going off of just the book and her 
kind of, I guess, life lesson. You know, I feel that a lot of the things that she talks about, you could feel bad about not doing certain things like, oh, I wish you like talking down on yourself and her writing and how she spoke about different ways to cut down. It really helped me just in my own mindset, because a lot of times, you know, with the eating and everything and being vegetarian, being vegan, not doing certain things that she may have mentioned, I don't feel bad about myself in not doing things because like she said, you know, it's okay. I'm doing something and I'm going to get there, but I'm not there yet. And that's okay. You know, and that helps me a lot. And I don't know if it's helped you guys at all, but her discussion about that really did help. And just in life in general, it's good, like not to beat yourself up about stuff. Absolutely. I was just looking back at my notes because when, well, when we were reading the book and one thing I did realize that I did do that I didn't realize was I got a kitten and in the wild section of the book, it says that pets are great companions and improve stress levels, activity levels and overall health. So I did do that. And you adopted your kitten, right? You rescued her. That's also helping the environment when you rescue instead of shop for your animals. Absolutely. So I did, one of my biggest goals originally was to have plants and when we were having our book discussion, but realized having a pet and having plants has not been Mm -hmm. very easy. So even, I mean, my cat right now, he jumps on the table to try and get to my artificial plants. So (laughs) I don't think I'm going to be able to have real plants, at least right now. But Yeah, my cats are constantly chewing on my fake plants. So I'm like, "Mm, maybe not. (laughs) No real plants for me. I love the looks of plants in the house. And obviously, there are a lot of health improvements too that very helpful to you but right now I have a lot of plants on my balcony so it just makes me I just look outside and then I forget oh so you have plants at yeah. least then yeah I mean I have plants in my yard <laughs> it does I mean your balcony my yard your my balcony your yard so you could do a hanging plant mm-hmm. that your cat couldn't get to I know the only thing I caution that is I don't know drilling a hole in the ceiling in my apartment if that would be I can do Mm. you know yeah I just have like a wall hook on my wall okay yeah I'll have to look into that he's he seems to really love jumping on things that he can't reach so I may hold off on that a little bit but it's definitely going to be a plan in the works (laughs) Lauren do you want to go next Yeah, I can go. I don't have a ton to share, to be honest with you. I feel like I should have been doing more. But ever since this whole pandemic hit, it's just kind of like exponentially exaggerated any kind of anxiety about things that I was feeling. And my mental headspace was like being taken up by all this stuff. Adding a bunch of new things was just like not going to be good for me. (laughs) Um, I mean, I've always used like the reusable bags and stuff. And I know we talked about how recycling is maybe not like it's not getting recycled like we think it is but I'm I'm still very adamant about 
if it like I'm trying to recycle what I can if it's going to get recycled. And I've been buying like plant-based cleaners and things like that or like um, buying from companies that like I think that Love Beauty Planet brand at Target, if you buy from them, they like don't they donate a soap or is that a different brand? Soapbox. Oh, maybe it's that raw sugar soap brand. Soapbox brand donates soaps, but they're not. They're I not think it's raw sugar from Target. Yeah, I think it is raw sugar. Now that you said that, um, but I've been trying to like I have a bunch of clothes I've gone through to donate, and I know sometimes if you just yeah. donate it to like Goodwill, it might just get thrown out or something. So I've been trying to like see if people want to buy it on Poshmark instead Mm -hmm. to like reuse it. And I've also been buying some clothes on there instead of buying new, like I've been trying not to buy new clothes or anything, which is hard because I love Target, but I feel like, aren't they kind of like fast Mm -hmm. fashion-y? Well, and you can buy Target stuff on Poshmark. I just bought a couple sweaters on there. Yeah, I love Poshmark. (laughs) So I've been doing that. And I've also been trying to like I don't know. This it, this has to count if you're like buying more local stuff, so you're not buying as many things that are being like yeah, shipped in. Sure. Like I'm very like passionate, I guess, about supporting my town. So I've been trying to do that, even if it is a little more mm-hmm. pricey. Those are good things. It sounds like you are doing a lot of good stuff. I mean, I'm like doing this much, and you guys are doing like this much, but it's something. So I'll take it for this shit year that's been happening. Yeah. I do want to try that dry shampoo. I kind of forgot about that, though. I'll have to look in the book and make it. I remember I wanted to make the dry shampoo, but through this pandemic, I actually haven't really been using dry shampoo at all anymore because before, you know, I used to, my hairdresser always tells me it's good to not wash your hair every day. But since COVID and this pandemic, I wash my hair every day and I completely like desanitize everything um, just because I'm around a lot of people throughout the day. But definitely something that I want to try out and go back to once all of this craziness is over. (laughs) That's funny because I have been like doing my hair way less over the pandemic because I'm not like doing stuff. (laughs) I mean, now like, you know, I'm back at work now, but I went like months without like styling my hair at all. I would just wash my hair like twice a week. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it depended too on if I was going out mm-hmm. or not. You know, I've been working, I was working over the summer mm-hmm. and stuff. So whenever I was going out and working, it was either everything or nothing. <laughs> so I won't repeat. I've, I'm doing a lot of things that everyone else has mentioned, which makes me excited that we're all like, I know this sounds so tacky or cliche, but like we're all on this journey together of like (laughs) being (laughs) eco-friendly. But some new things that I've been doing since we read the book, I have been trying as often as I can if I'm online shopping for things I used to go to Amazon for, I'm going to Etsy first because Mm. Etsy is now doing, I think, zero carbon emissions with all their shipments. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And like Lauren said, like supporting, even though not all of them are local, they're like small businesses and mm-hmm. same with Poshmark. I've been doing a lot of shopping on Poshmark just because their shipping usually is plastic free and like way more yeah. environmentally friendly. I moved into a new house and it's been a lot easier to do some of the things Ashley mentioned in the book. Like I just got lucky with my tree placement at my new house. I didn't have to like plant any, but 
the tree placement already is such that it's saving me on AC and heat, which is really nice. Like it just so happened that they're planted in the same directional area that she was talking about. Mm. I've been collecting rainwater for my plants, especially for my outdoor plants, which was a lot easier than I thought. I'm just putting like a big pot or planter out there and it's catching rainwater on my deck. I did. I've been trying to reuse a lot more too, like not just recycling, but I've been reusing like salsa containers and thing and butter. I'm just cleaning them out and then using those as Tupperware, you know, Mm -hmm. and also at school, this has been really hard for me. Like as a teacher, it's so hard to be environmentally conscious because so much of it is single use. And like Mm -hmm. we have plastic Ziploc bags for everything. And individual wipes and all these things that are just the opposite of what I'm trying to do, but it's hard to break from, you know, what your district wants you to do and whatever. But with things like scrap paper, like when my kids are putting their papers in the recycle bin that they're done with, or if they messed up, I take them back out. And even if one side of them has writing or drawing on it, I cut them up and then use the other side as note paper. Like instead of using sticky notes, I've been just using little like pieces of paper for notes, which I feel kind of good about, even though it's not much. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. I love that. Um, and the other big thing that I'm very excited about is I just got a hybrid car. Oh, right. And Lee did too. Um, mm-hmm. It's been so nice. I needed a new car anyway. I literally drove my old car into the ground. Like it literally mm-hmm. died while I was driving it. <laughs> so um so yeah I got a hybrid it's a Kia Nero I really like it it's getting really really good gas mileage Lee has a plug-in one mine's not plug-in but it's been really cool just to see the gas mileage I'm getting and the times where I'm not using gas at all I really like it I would love to get a hybrid when I get my next car I think I'm in the same situation where I've had my car since like 2009 so I'm trying to like eke out every single like life body cell it has left in it hopefully it won't die while I'm driving it but (laughs) I mean we'll see yeah I love the idea of getting a full electric car I think probably Mm. maybe in the next five to ten years it will be more accessible it's just hard right now because not many of them have the capability of going more than you know 50 or 100 miles before you have to charge it again but I'm hoping by the time I need another new car, I could go full electric. We'll see. Oh, and one thing I didn't mention is that even though we got new cars, we actually bought them used. So again, reusing. So yeah. Yeah, they were both used pre-owned cars. I think we're all doing a great job. This was a good conversation. Oh, I did think of something. This is like really small. But I've been using like bar soap for body yes. wash and even, I even have a bar shampoo that I really like. And I just feel like that's better because a lot of the times those are packaged in like cardboard so it can like break down rather than plastic. Yes. Um, yeah. So I re- I've been really enjoying those. I think it's fun shopping for them because it's like there's so many different scents and then they usually mm-hmm. come in like really pretty packaging and mm-hmm. yeah. Now I, I keep looking back at my notes. I'm like, what else am I doing? <laughs> I did, this was a while ago and way before we yeah. started reading this book and everything, but it would always bother me loofahs 
And, you know, just the whole concept of it, it's open at the store and then you're putting it all over your body. And then, I don't know, I just always thought the concept is weird. So there's a local Mm -hmm. store over in Lakewood in Ohio. And I went there, shout out to them. And they have little pouches that you can put your bar soap in and the pouch, you can put it in your wash. And I believe the material is all natural as well. So I absolutely love it. I'm forgetting the name of the place, but. The website, I would be interested. I got some of those on Etsy. They're called soap savers. Look it up. And yeah, I put like bar shampoo and stuff in them too. So I just found out the name of the place. I just looked it up. I was like, natural place in Lakewood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's called STEM, STEM handmade soap. So everything handmade. They sell that stuff at Nature's Oasis, don't they, in Lakewood? Mm -hmm. Yeah, their stuff is great. I love it. Um, I wish I still lived in Lakewood so that I could go there all the time, but it's not as convenient for me anymore. But uh, now I'm looking and they do have free shipping over $75. So oh, we could well, like, I'm not gonna well, the, much, but <laughs> the five of us could like make our a shopping cart together. And yeah. you know, absolutely. It's true. Yeah. Not that we're seeing each other right idea. now, but we did, yeah. we did get together for our three year anniversary. That was really fun. We did a patio yeah. and stayed socially distanced from each other. So we could mm-hmm. do something like that again. And, Absolutely. Buy some soap. Yeah. (laughs) Soap exchange. (laughs) Ashley Paper was so nice on Instagram. She seriously like liked and commented on our posts talking about our like full length episode that was going up and like put us in her story. And I was like, hell yeah, Ashley. I love it. I love her. I think she's amazing. And I love looking at her Instagram stories. I just think she's like a very cool lady. Oh yeah, and I saw she's doing like a no new stuff thing for mm-hmm. like the next year. I saw that. I've like normally at this point yeah, I would have amazing. bought like 50 things for Halloween that I don't need at all, <laughs> and I haven't bought anything. So I'm like, okay, I bought candles, but I don't feel like that's the same. <laughs> oh. But like I haven't bought anything at all. Wow. Like, yeah. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so do we want to talk about the election? Yes. Um, vote, please vote. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm assuming if you're listening to us, you probably know what's going on in the in the United States. Um, please vote blue. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> please vote blue, no matter who. I also am just gonna throw it out there. I'm pretty sure Ash. Piper would also approve that message. Oh, yeah. She's uh, been posting yeah. on her story, I saw. Yeah, for sure. And if we're, you know, this whole book was about self-help and self-care, I'm going to say the best way to help yourself this season is to fucking vote blue. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and if you're reading this book, Climate Change, and like yes. Republicans are like, that's not real. We're not scientists, but it's not real. So, I mean... <laughs> Come on. Yeah, if you want to save the planet, you cannot do that by voting Republican. So no. you have to vote Democrat. Save the planet. Give a shit. Yes. 
I do, however, love this check-in. You know, sometimes whenever I'm done with a book, I always, you know, after you've had time to think about it or especially self-help, I think that it was really cool yeah. to have another conversation about it. So mm-hmm. this is really fun. Got some new ideas. Yeah. Too. Um, all right, guys. So that is the end of our happy hour episode, our second one. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. And I hope if you haven't read the book, we definitely all recommend to read it. Um, we learned a lot and we are going to be continuing to work on strategies from Ashley Piper. We all really enjoy her as a person as well as an author. Check out our next full episode of The Color Purple by Alice Walker, which will release on November 4th. We hope you enjoyed our mini episode. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Here's to another book club. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.